she's going to leave or move on to another guy because she feels more intensely for that guy. And that may just be because he's new. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So how do you recommend handling being behind in Korea in relation to feeling extreme imposter syndrome? So that's a new thing that I heard of recently, but yeah. Okay. So feeling like you're an imposter in some kind of way, uh, when you try to step further up the ladder after having sat on it, which I did in my twenties, it's particularly exasperating in some ways. Now, as I know, my ex has been seeing really career successful guys after our breakup and my own career feels shameful by comparison. Okay. And feeling like even in, in relation to this course where there's guys with highly paid or skilled jobs. All right. Well, the problem here, like we're dealing, we're dealing with two, two things. One is the, the actuality or the reality of the world in the sense that the world that we live in has been built into extreme hierarchies and it's not, it's not a natural phenomena. It's a result of centuries and, and eons actually of types of alignment of humans that are that are have been built by empires and built from a top top down hierarchies and then those in since the industrial revolution have splintered out into thousands and thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions even of of smaller hierarchies that everyone is jostled into and, and then finds themselves in and then feels they need to fight their way up as far to the top as they can and how far up they go then defines how they feel about themselves and how the world feels about them. So there, there's an interface here between a subjective reality and objective reality in the sense that, okay, it's real, right? The hierarchies exist and it's real that some women within certain hierarchies will definitely be specifically attracted to or hunting the guys that are further up the ladder. And so it is, it's a real thing, but it's not a universal thing. And the, I think the important point to look at here is, well, yeah, as a, as a man, it does matter that where you, what you do in your life. And I've been researching a bit of red pill stuff lately, not, not for my own personal consumption, but just for some research for videos I want to make. And there's a guy, uh, entrepreneurs in cars, I guess some of you may have seen him and, uh, like, I agree with some of what he says. There's, there's definitely truth in what he says. And, and often what he's looking at is that this idea that women don't care about your struggle or your growth. They care about where you go, where you are at the end. Like they wait for you at the finish line is, is, the, is the, the statement that he says. And that is, that is true to some extent in the sense that women are not particularly interested in how hard you have to work and the things that you need to do or have done in order to further your career or further your life, they do tend to, they tend to look at the outcomes. But the mistake here, I think, is to think that the outcomes are all material and they're all, they're all career-based. Yes, if you are a subjective loser, and by that I mean not a, not a person who is a loser or a person who is not valuable, but in the eyes of society, and the proof is in what's been happening in your life that you have not been, that you've been lazy or you've fallen off the horse or, and it's often, and it's not like necessarily your fault. It can, could be that the economy just fucking tanked because of a virus or various other things. 
but the reality is that yes, women are fairly merciless once you get past a certain age, right? So in, in, in your teens and twenties and even thirties a bit, if you're dating young women, then they're much more interested in what, how are you living than what is your livelihood? All right. So they, they, they want to have fun. They want to have good sex. They want to have adventures. They want guys that are cool, that are uh, interesting in the sense that they find them interesting. So it doesn't mean I know lots of very interesting people and girls are not that into them because the girls are not interested in that thing, but that they find them fascinating in some way. And so many of the pickup artists or good guys that were excellent seducers that I've known and still know of never got their shit together financially. Like I still know a bunch. They never figured it out. They were always just hustling from one scam to next next thing and they never really figured that out, but they still get girls because they're still triggering the most important aspects of what she really cares about. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is that the, yes, it is, it is important to maneuver through the planet and to be effective in your maneuvering. And I think that's much more important than thinking of it as like my job and my net worth. Net worth matters to the point where can you put a roof over your head? Can you pay for basic things that a woman needs to be involved in, right? So going to eating things and drinking things and going into a apartment or house which is warm and has a bed and like not needing to count every single penny. Although I, I lived like that early on anyway and I, and I still did fine. But certainly as you get older, that becomes an issue. So yes, you need to be a winner in the sense that you need to have won the human survival race, which from throughout most of history meant simply eating, keeping a roof over your head, keeping warm, and fighting off things that were trying to attack you, right? So it was a simpler thing. The hierarchies were far less intense. Sure, there may have been a better hunter or a much more, I don't know, more, much more attractive guy in the tribe or a chief or something who'd, who'd got the admiration of other people, but everyone was, you know, like the idea of chasing your goals or your dreams or conquering the world or building an empire or making a dent in the universe or whatever, that was irrelevant. It was just like survive, be work, be able to work within a community and you'll probably get laid, right? So this, this, these hierarchies that are overlaid on top of our natural states are, are not, not uh, natural. They're, they're products of modern societies. So they are, they, are, they exist, but they're not, rigid. And I, myself and many students have proven that, that you can be of a normal survival level in terms of your resources, and you can have women very interested in you. And sure, sometimes a girl will monkey branch to a guy that is more successful, but usually if he's going to leave and she's going to leave and move on to another guy, it's going to be a guy that makes her feel more, that is that she has better sex with, that she feels more emotionally connected to, that doesn't put up with her shit and isn't walked all over that, uh, you know, he's able to stand up for himself. And that's, you know, that's why recently when I moved into an environment where the men around me were worth at least a hundred, if not several hundred times more than I am. And the girls knew it, it didn't, didn't help them. It didn't help them at all. I was the alpha male because I was the one with the more important resources, which was the ability to make the girls feel attracted and feel turned on and to see that I could handle them, that they couldn't run rings around me, that I knew their games, that I knew how to settle them down and to put them in their place and also to make them feel amazing. So it's a, it's a really dangerous thing to, to compare yourself to anyone. And we all do it. 
right? Like I, I find myself doing it from time to time, especially, you know, other guys in my industry who made a lot more money or I don't know, when I see someone, you know, getting a hotter girl or something, it's like, it's human envy is a thing that we, it's part of us, but it, you've got to be really careful with it and going, oh, okay, just because she, like, it's not, it's not mathematical. It's not like, well, because she, my ex-girlfriend is now with a guy who has more money than me. That means I'm worth less than him because we're not together anymore. That That's not really logical, actually. Like, it's pretty rare for a woman to go, all right, fuck, see you later, buddy. I'm going with this guy because he's worth three times more than you. She's going to leave or move on to another guy because because she feels more intensely for that guy. And that may just be because he's new. Like, all of my ex-girlfriends have been with other men after me. And I don't like that idea so much for some of them, but they have been and will be for the rest of their lives because we're not going to get back together. So does that mean I'm worse than the next guy that she, like I'm, I'm inferior to him because, and if I try and find him, which I won't and uh, try and figure out what he does, which I won't and how much he earns. And then I find out, Oh no, he earns 30% more than me. Well, that means I'm 30% more a loser. No, it's like we had our time. We were, we were in love. We went through all the emotions. And then at some point, uh, like with my ex-wife, she um, moved very quickly on to another guy after me. Like, yeah, I went through that, those thoughts that he was a DJ and so he was cooler and stuff. And, and yeah, okay, it was, it was part of that she wanted to be part of that scene. But it was also just that we'd run the course. We were, we'd fallen in love, gone through the relationship, had heaps of dramas, fucking fought like cats and dogs uh, or pheasants and my boot as another way to put it. And then we fell out, she fell out of love with me and then she left and then she doesn't feel those feelings for me anymore. So another, a new person comes along and she starts a new thing and she's attracted to him for different variations or different reasons. And then she's into that guy. And is he richer or cooler or whatever? Well, fine. That's, if he is, then good for him. And, uh, maybe that will give me a bit of an impetus to get my shit together. If, as, as was the case in that relationship, I let myself go. I was acting like a loser, not, not because I am a loser, but I was, smoking too much weed and I was not focusing on my passions and I was, and I was taking the relationship for granted and expecting that just because she loved me at some point and was devoted to me, that that is, that's how it would stay, which it doesn't because love and devotion from a woman is conditional. And so, yeah, you do need to keep on your game, but remember that like, as I've seen with these super rich dudes recently, they've been on their business game 80 hours a week for decades and they have never developed their social skills, their emotional intelligence, their spirituality, their creative side outside of the creativity of building a business. And so I, I hanging out with them, I see there's a lot of holes in them as human beings. They're good guys and those are things that they could totally uh, fill those holes. But allowing yourself to be like, all right, maybe you did fuck up some of your 20s and maybe you do need to hustle harder and maybe you won't get up to the top of the ladder of whatever scene you're in. And okay, that's, that is going to be a reality for many people on the planet is they didn't do everything perfectly and they didn't have all the proper resources and legs up and they missed out on opportunities and we don't live forever and we don't stay young forever. So, okay, over time you reach a certain plateau or a place where like, oh, okay, this is as far as I will go or maybe close to in my career. Okay, maybe I can change it. Maybe I can move it into something else. Maybe I can elevate it and maybe I can't. Maybe I do reach a point where I'm like, oh, this is it in this metric. Okay, so does that mean I stop in all metrics? And I go, all right, I'm a, you know, low-skilled human? No, 
It just means that, all right, well, you'll, you'll have to maneuver around those particular economic realities and then become a highly skilled human in all sorts of other areas, which do matter far more than the resources. After that point of, I can look after myself. And if I'm older and I want to have a wife or kids or like have a, a girlfriend who is in extremely high demand and knows that she can get a lot of other resources based around her looks and intelligence and, and status and all that kind of stuff, then yeah, okay, maybe you will need to, you can't, there's, there'll be women where they won't perceive you as a prospect. In the same way, when I was out on the street the other day and one girl took one look at me and even though my game is on point and I'm fucking me, she just told me you're too old. And there was no, there was no anything I could do. And, for, and I could say in that sense, I've reached the end of what is possible with that girl and there's nothing I can do about it. I can't get any younger. Maybe I can do some Botox or something. And uh, it, it's easy to then go, fuck, all right, I, that's, that's over. No, it's over with me and that girl because her, her metric of what makes a man desirable is not one that I can fit. Okay, too bad. I'll just need to maneuver on to the next girl that is 19 and goes, oh yeah, I like older guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.